Welcome to St. George in the East for this celebration of the Feast of Corpus Christi. I am Father Richard Springer, the rector of this parish. In our thanksgiving for Holy Communion and in our worship today, we are reminded of our longing to partake together again in person at the Lord's table. We give thanks for the many contributions and the voices to our worship today from members of our congregation who have, following the guidelines, recorded their parts in, of our worship at home. Thank you to Alicia, to Doris, to David and the Nalapo family, as well as our curate, Reverend Alana Harris, who reads the gospel. We also hear stories from our neighborhood here in East London, particularly from Yusna and Bethan, a church warden in a neighboring parish, as we collaborate together on issues of food and justice. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. As we prepare to celebrate the mystery of God's love revealed in word and sacrament, let us call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you raise us to new life. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you forgive our sins. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you feed us with your body and your blood. Lord, have mercy. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon us, pardon, 
and deliver us from all our sin. Confirm and strengthen us in all goodness and keep us in life eternal through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. As the forgiven people of God, let us now sing glory to his name. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you that in this wonderful sacrament you have given us the memorial of your passion. Grant us so to reverence the sacred mysteries of your body and blood that we may know within ourselves and show forth in our lives the fruits of your redemption. For you are alive and reign with the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Corinthians. For I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup also, after supper, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. <clears throat> this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Alleluia, alleluia. I am the living bread that came down from heaven, says the Lord. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever. Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. The Jews then disputed among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? So Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood abide in me, and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever eats me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like that which your ancestors ate and they died, but the one who eats this bread will live forever. This is the Gospel of the Lord. So let us hear now from Yusna, who prays and attends at the Daruluma Mosque situated in our parish here in Shadwell. She's a friend of this church and works closely with us in many things, um, but particularly talking today about our homelessness outreach and open table ministry. My name's Jusna Begum and I have lived and worked in Tower Hamlets, part of Shadwell, for the last 35 years. And what I like about working with our local church is because they've been part of our um, childhood and adult, adulthood. Um, back in the days, they used to run the youth projects. That's how we got involved. And then last, about five years ago, um, I think our project Meals on Hills, which we were looking to set up and to empower the local women. Um, with the kind approach from our local church, we managed to set that up. And um, it was very positive. We empowered many women. But we wanted to do more work in partnership. And the other thing we both the church and we also had passion for was to support the homeless community and that's why we set up the open table where we would sit around the table with the lonely and isolated the homeless community as well as church members our local priest local community members we sit around the table we'll eat together socialize together and make a night out of it and Yes, and um, it's very important that um, when we sit around the table that they are being, they're not looked down at as a homeless person. They would sit down and socialise like you would socialise with your friends, family and friends. This is something that we are taking advantage of, but for them it means a lot. I think speaking to so many, that's, that's what makes them come every week. And so let us hear from Bethan, who is the church warden at St. Mary's Cable Street, down the road here from our parish church, as she shares about our joint campaign for justice in the free school meal voucher scheme. 
My name is Bethan Lant and I'm part of the congregation at St Mary's Cable Street, which has been working with schools, mosques and churches locally to meet community needs. Food poverty is a real issue for us, particularly as we have a high proportion of families who are reliant on free school meals. The government free school meal voucher scheme initially didn't enable families to shop at budget supermarkets like Iceland, which is our local supermarket, so we campaigned for its inclusion. The scheme now includes Iceland, so our next goal is to campaign for the scheme to be extended over the summer holidays, as we know families are still struggling and we want to end holiday hunger. For me, it's been really important during these times to be able to lift my faith through working closely with others to meet needs in the local community. May I speak in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. There's a little song which says, Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other, Jesus is the way. For me, he will always be the answer, but the question for many who follow the way and for many who look on is, so which Jesus is this that we are talking about? The celebration of the Feast of Corpus Christi, which means the Lord's body, is an opportunity to again look at Jesus. The little song may be simple, but it recaptures his words from John's Gospel, where Jesus says, I am the living bread. The bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. He gave of himself, his body broken for the life of the world and all people in it. He institutes this holy communion of himself, broken and poured out for the world on the eve of his brutal death. And we are called upon in the letter of St. Paul to the Corinthian church to gather around bread broken and wine poured out and to do this in remembrance of him. In this period immediately after we celebrate Pentecost, when the followers of Jesus are filled with the Holy Spirit, we can so easily forget the bodily necessities of our Christian faith. We can forget that the Spirit comes to bind us together and not tear us apart, to fulfill in us the work of the cross. So when we work against the value of another person, or stand on the other side of the road while someone suffers. We reject Pentecost and the work of the Spirit in us and in the church. In this season, the Feast of Corpus Christi is a reminder of our bodily faith. It is tradition in many parishes to process into the streets around the church with the Blessed Sacrament held aloft in public adoration. Many may find this odd, but in essence, as his followers, we should be seeking ways for braving his body in the neighborhood. Would it be that we could show that Jesus came and dwelt among us in flesh and blood, in a particular place and in a particular body? The breaking of bread, the breaking of the living bread, is a healing balm to the sores of injustice. As we've heard from Yusna, the feeding of the homeless in Shadwell through the open table ministry is a communal event. The meal is often shared in the round rather than in a queue. All are seen and faces have names. This relational act of body sharing space changes entirely the possibility for creating the world as it should be in the here and in the now. When the most affordable supermarkets and discount stores are left out of the free school meal voucher scheme in the neighborhoods that need them the most, it is another instance of a failure to actually see what people face day to day. We need to be reminded that it is hunger in the physical body 
that is on the line again. At St George's we try with many others, like Bethan from St Mary's Cable Street, to challenge these injustices and others as a consequence of what Jesus himself taught and did. The outcome of the greatest acts of wickedness in the world is the disembodiment of it and the people in it. The separation of bodies, be it intentionally or because of lazy ignorance, add up to the same sin. We see we become disconnected from one another and even from recognizing the beauty of ourselves. Jesus comes and has offered himself as a way of reconnection. But the one who put his body in harm's way, his way is not a shortcut to peace and reconciliation. And that is the Jesus that I'm talking about. The Jesus who put his physical body on the line. And when that body gave out its last breath on the cross, the heavens shook with deep anguish and with anger, but also with the rumblings of the beginnings of a new creation. Is that brave and powerful Jesus who is the way? I, with many people I know, physically shook with anguish and anger when viewing the death of George Floyd and the countless others killed at the hands of the authorities. Jesus' body suffered in the same way, choking on the cross. He was despised and spat upon in the same way as two Londoners, Trevor Bell, a taxi driver, and Belly Majinga, a railway station worker who both later died of the coronavirus after being terrorized in wicked acts by people who chose not to truly see them in their black physical selves and in their beauty. The church participates in denying that God in Jesus suffered his body to be broken. If we always skip the part human frailties that we share play in his death. If we just rush to Easter morning we too risk repeating the atrocities on the very bodies that he died for. When we reduce our attention on the Lord's body to a private or an inconsequential act, it is as if he wasn't crucified, his body broken in public for us all. It is that body broken and the body and blood shared in consecrated bread and wine, which is true food and true drink. It is our sustenance when wickedness dries our thirst for justice and peace. About 20 years ago now in Birmingham, I heard the finest sermon I have ever heard. It was preached with power, authority and wisdom by Pastor Ruth Lynn Bradshaw, a minister in the New Testament Assembly. The sermon was called The Bread is Enough. Pastor Bradshaw had arrived in the UK from the tiny Caribbean island of Montserrat. She was in the UK because a handful of years before I heard the sermon, her homeland was decimated by a huge volcanic eruption. It rendered whole streets invisible, buried under rubble and lava. Despite all of this destruction, the scattering of her people across the globe, including her, the disconnection those people felt at being separated by death and distance from loved ones, into this abyss, the pastor stared and concluded that in spite of it all, the bread is enough. For he is the living bread that restores our bodies and souls. That is the Jesus that we need, the one who always meets us in our darkest hour. In the face of racism, never-ending and willful failure to address racism, violent authorities, the intimidation of the weak, hunger in the richest nations of the world, homelessness next to unnecessarily expensive and empty property, 
even when looking at the destruction of a volcanic eruption, the living bread is enough. His body has braved entanglement in this world and survived its hardest blows. We now, being the body of Christ, need not fear, but tread his way, knowing that Jesus is our healing balm, Jesus is our justice, and Jesus is our answer. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Amen. Dear God, thank you that I get to be part of your church, St. George's in East, at this moment. Thank you for the opportunity to pray your love, hope to the world living in darkness and despair. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Your word says that if your people humble themselves and turn away from wickednesses and call your name, that you will answer and heal their land. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. So we, your people, are asking your forgivenesses for this time we have chosen not to love the people you put in front of us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Allow this season to strengthen your church and to remind us of how much you love this healthy world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Please heal, heal our land and use us to meet the needs of others. Others, Grow our faith as you grow your global church. Come, Lord Jesus, and do what only you can do. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Our Father in heaven, give George Floyd's family the strength to endure this difficult season and give their connection with you and your people. Empower them with an extra dose of your love, peace, hope, and joy, because they need it. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, remind us of your promises and your promises, and please heal our land in Jesus' name. Merciful Father, accept this prayer through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. We are the body of Christ. In the one spirit, we are all baptized into one body. Let us then pursue all that makes for peace and builds up our common life. The peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. May we who dream
our sustainer. Receive the gifts we bring before you and feed us continually with that bread which satisfies all hunger, your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your heart. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is right to give thanks and praise. It is indeed right and good, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks and praise. Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Jesus Christ, our great high priest, he offered himself to you as the lamb without blemish, the acceptable gift that gives you perfect praise. At the last supper seated with his apostles, he left this memorial of his passion, to bring us its saving power until the end of time. 
In this great sacrament, you feed your people and strengthen them in holiness, so that throughout the world the human family may be enlightened by one faith and drawn together in one communion of love. We come to this foretaste of your heavenly banquet to be transformed by your grace and restored in the image and likeness of the risen Christ. Therefore, earth unites with heaven to sing a new song of praise. We too join with angels and archangels as they proclaim your glory without end. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We praise and we bless you, loving Father, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And as we obey his command, send now your Holy Spirit, so that broken bread and wine outpoured may be for us the body and the blood of your dear Son, who on the night before he died had supper with his friends. And taking bread, he praised you. He broke the bread, gave it to them and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When supper was ended, he took the cup of wine. Again, he praised you, gave it to them, and he said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. So, Father, we remember all that Jesus did, and in him we plead with confidence his sacrifice made once and for all upon the cross. Bringing before you the bread of life and the cup of salvation, we proclaim his death and his resurrection until he comes in glory. For great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Lord of all life, help us to work together for that day when your kingdom comes and when justice and mercy shall be seen in all the earth. Look now with favour on your people. Gather us in your loving arms and bring us together with all of the saints to feast at your table in heaven. Through Christ and with Christ and in Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honour and glory belong to you, O loving Father forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Amen. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those who are called unto his supper. Lord, I am not worthy to receive you, but only say the word, and I shall be healed. O loving God, in union with Christian people throughout the world and across the centuries, gathered together to make Eucharist, hearing your holy word and receiving your precious body and blood of your dear Son, I offer you praise and thanksgiving, even though I am exiled from tasting the bread of heaven and drinking the cup of life. I pray that you will unite me with all the baptized and with your Son who gave his life for us. Come, Lord Jesus, dwell in me, and send your Holy Spirit that I may be filled with your presence.
All praise to you, our God and Father, for you have fed us with the bread of heaven and quenched our thirst from the true vine. Hear our prayer that being grafted into Christ, we might grow together in unity and feast with him in his kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Christ, who has nourished us with himself, the living bread, make you one in praise and love, and raise you up at the last day. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen. The Mass is ended. Go in the peace of Christ. Thanks be to God.